0: This is the Let Get Discussion podcast.
1: You know, with social media, people online, and you got Twitter, and you got Facebook, and everybody likes stuff, and friends, and nobody's really friends. And the people that you really talk to, you don't talk to on you know social network you, you, you basically use it to to find the people that you used to go to school with to laugh at them to say how fat and stupid they got but you know sometimes you look for people that you know you met You lost touch, whatever but the thing is when you were little it took no effort to make friends you didn't even attempt to make friends you just made you, it was friend friends osmosis you would see some kids playing, and you would just go in and start playing with them. And not until you got, you know, a different, maybe you got 10, 11, 12, maybe you would start and say, who the hell are you? But when, you, when, you, when you're really young, and your parents would be like, yo, there's kids out there, go play with them. And not once did you say, "Why wow, I don't know them. You would be like, all right, bet, and you just go out, and they'd have a truck or some action figures or some candy or something you just sit down and you just start playing with them and then all of a sudden they're your friends and you, you wouldn't even tell them your name most of the time they would hear your name when your parents called you and then they were, oh that's the kid's name alright and then they would just start asking you know could you come out or they you know they'd ask about you that's how they, people never introduced themselves <laughs> It was never anything formal. You just start playing. You, you have a bike, and there's other kids outside on bikes. You ride up on your bike, and be like, what are you guys doing? And they'll say, well, we're about to go get some now. Ladies, so like, well, I'm coming with you. And then your friends. <laughs> your friends forever. It's, it's crazy how that happened. Even even when you're in school, they be over in the corner coloring. You take your crayons over there. You start coloring. And then the next day, you're coloring together. It was, it was very easy, very easy time. It was no do you like me until until the women, you know, no introductions. It was just hey, we're like-minded individuals. We're all in the same shit together. We don't know anybody. We don't know anything, and we don't know to dislike anybody yet. <laughs> we dislike girls, and you know the girls dislike boys. But you know we dislike uh, Salisbury steak in the lunchroom. That's all we dislike. And you just hang out and you have fun. And those are your lifelong friends. Your, your best friends and your longest lifelong friends are the ones you never actually met. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's not what the, the, the show is about today. It, we're we're going to talk about old school, after school stuff. Um, and in the honor of that, you know, and and the dwindling down of, of the show. Let's go old school. Hit my old theme music. Only you. you will understand and appreciate what's, about, what's about, to about to happen. Now this goes down to my people's... representing me. me. A smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes down to my people's... representing me. Eclectic relaxation. Now this goes down to my people's... representing me. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy? You conceited bastard Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy? I'm allowed to introduce myself, you want the man Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy? You said I'm not to eat, you wanna wanna make wanna make it burn? Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner, best storyteller, thug narrator. When I step up in the place, they know I step correct. Girls, rub on your titties. Stop hey, 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 that, hey, that you not know. shit that make you work your neck. look good, but fuck ugly. My attitude is all fucked up and real shit. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. So you can
2: understand The dopest, flyest, OG pimp, hustler, gangster, player, hardcore motherfucker living today To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick
1: Yeah Back in the day, good old days of school You know, listen, I already had so many shows about what went on when I was in school And my fights and the tension But after school, you know Catching the bus, we, we'd be on the bus and doing rap songs and banging on the, the, the chairs, and girls would be singing, paperball fights, and me lying about having Transformers. That was dope. Even though I was jealous of the people that got to walk to school because they always got to leave early. They'd be on the uh, the speaker system and say, All right, walkers, you know, line up, and then they laugh, and we'd be on the bus and they'd be halfway home thought that was kind of cool, and then you could just, you could be late, or, you know, later, instead of having to get up at, I used to have to get up at, like, 5 in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, 6th grade, because the the school was, like, in Neptune, we'd be on the bus for, like, an hour and a half, could watch uh, Saturday Night Live by the time I got, by the time I got to school, but, you know, we'd be in there rapping, and playing punch car, or punch buggy, or whatever, the, as long as you got to punch somebody, and, it's bugged out how like punch bug just got around everywhere everyone played it, there was no internet but everybody knew it, everybody knew the rules and you just start slugging people in the, in the arm cause you saw a, a car and half the people didn't see a car you just wanted to punch somebody uh, but you do that after school, then you get home and my lunch my lunch uh, my lunch money you have, uh, I'd, I'd save that so I could buy candy <laughs> after school. And I'd just beat up people and take their lunch at school. Or, <laughs> well, you know, you grab a couple of chocolate milks and, and, and you could exchange those for, for top treats in the lunchroom. <laughs> so I'd have money for, for cookies and candy and. Of course, I, wa- I make my after-school latchkey gourmet. My pork and beans and hot dogs with the sugar and cinnamon. So, I was good. And cartoons would come on. You know, watch He-Man and G.I. Joe, Transformers, Scooby-Doo. Back when Scooby-Doo would have uh, the the guests, the guest stars and Don Knotts would be on there and Batman and Robin and everybody. you come home and I'd have uh, my butter cookies. <laughs> Some 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 peach knee high or something, and I sit there. I'm, oh my my, my Kool Aid, and you just wonder and see who the next guest was. I was dope. Uh, <laughs> yeah I ain't play video games much. I had an Atari, but I didn't play because you know it was cartoons. And then you go outside. And that was it. Like kids now be headset on playing video games. We get home, you throw in your play clothes because you gotta have on your play clothes. And and you watch cartoons, you know, and they go off at like, you know, 4, 5 o'clock. And then it's just outside. You know, bikes, you know. Oh, I wish I could have had a Sigma. But you got your bikes, you play kickball with the... <laughs> With the neighborhood, dirty volleyball, you do that. Um, you play basketball on the uh, hollowed out milk crate with the dirty volleyball. Um, when it was hot, we play freeze tag. Um, yo, know, and speaking of kickball, why would you play kickball and somebody had to go in the house or you know they got hurt or something? You put a ghost man, and, he, and the ghost man was always on third. Ghost man was never on first or second. I don't know. Ghost man was always on third for some reason. Um, we had to play freeze tag, which is bugged out because we, you get tagged and you just had to stay frozen in the position you were when you got frozen, which was stupid. But you know, you would be begging for people to come and <laughs> unfreeze you. And anybody that, I was, that was ostracized, that you didn't like, you just leave them frozen. We just go in the house. Like, ah, you frozen. You better be out there tomorrow. After school In that position right there On the step Because you were frozen And so <laughs> uh, We'd be outside You know Younger we had the key cars And the cars that you You put the key in the back And you squeeze You squeeze the key And they shoot across We had the key, uh The girls would be playing Hopscotch and double dutch And you'd push them Or put your hands in the ropes And mess it up Maybe uh, <laughs> slapping hands Playing slide I got a lot of girls uh, cool with girls because I knew how to do slide. That was dope. Uh, be outside racing in the streets. You know, one person will stay at the end of the street with the hand spread, and the first person to tag the hand won. Uh, sit outside with the, with the radio, the air quote boombox, listening to music, freestyling. Uh, go to the store. Of course, you get the, the quarter waters and the the hugs. Bomber Fruit, and now later, Boston Baked Beans, Alexander the Great Fruit Cocktail, Imperials, uh, Cherry Clans, Atomic Fireballs, the Jolly Rancher sticks. listen, Root Beer Barrels, the Bed honeys the Gatorade Gum, the Hubba Bubba, Big Lee Chew. All right, let me stop. Um, let <laughs> we go to the record store. That was back when you would buy music. Based on the album cover So we just go look at album covers and, 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 and cop those And then Omega Records down on Main Street They had the arcade games in there So we play RBI And Russian Attack and, and, and all of these joints So it was all kind of Hangouts I and mean, we just walk You know it was blocks Kids didn't care about blocks when you walk in We didn't get tired We didn't get tired till we were teenagers We didn't want to do anything Um and your mother would raise the window for me, at least, and yell to come inside. And that's how I got hit by a car, by the way. But she she opened up the door and be like, "Yo, get get in here. You know, it's time to eat or something." Uh, you know, and then the weird people, the weird kids would come outside and eat like they bring their plate of food. That I could never get with that. I don't, never understood that. They would come outside with a plate because well, the thing was. We would have so much fun outside and playing. They didn't want to miss nothing. <laughs> they would come outside, with they play and eat and watch us play, and then run inside and take the playback. But that was those weird people. We don't like that. We don't like those people. And or when you were the first person outside and nobody else was outside yet. Well, this didn't apply to me because I lived in an apartment. But the people that lived in like uh, duplexes and townhouses with the door. The screen. The kids would just come and put their face, their little stupid fat face, in the screen door and just stare. Like you watch your TV, they they watch your TV and be like, "Yo, you coming outside?" I'm like God yeah, here, uh, dirty. But then <laughs> we come outside and 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 everybody will play. But you know, after school, we had we use our imagination. We'd go out there and play super friends and and, and, and army and. and King of the Hill King of the Mountain Which was very brutal you pushing Little stupid kids Down the hill And You know They get We didn't get hurt though I mean we were hurt We were scratched up We were bloody But We didn't stop playing And we would Just beg to stay outside And, and You know Contrast to people Kids had to You know Shove their kids outside But then When they shove them outside They don't want them to go too far Because there's a whole bunch Of KTs outside Shouts out to Chris Hanson but look, anyway, <laughs> the the stuff that went on at the school and and a whole bunch of other shit, that's what we're talking today and we have uh, Captain Canuck, Mr. Maple Syrup himself, uh, Corey Chapman from Underscoop Fire and the Mad big Mad Men fan. And we're gonna talk about a whole a bunch of more shit after this.
2: Eat super fruity bonkers fruit candy and makes a big hit. Ah!
0: Ah! Know why bonkers is so super fruity? It's got a chewy fruity outside with an extra fruity inside. Makes me want to eat it up. Ah!
2: Bonkers bonks you out. Some <laughs> <Thumb> candy. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the show. It's the EDP, um, crossed up, and looks funny. It's waffle potato fries. Um, never mind that. I'd like to introduce my guest. A big sports fan. Baseball and hockey and competitive tiddlywinks. Um, he, he heard his voice on the show countless times. He's, he sings on the show. Um, he's been on the show more than anybody, except for me. Um, <laughs> Uh, the head ad exec of Tansky Decker, Zakari, and Chapman. Yeah. Invasion coordinator, Captain Canuck, and Corey Chapman.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. We got to start off before I even say hello.
2: Are you scooping it? Okay. You,
1: you, you know the voice. Uh, num- Number 69. <laughs> on the field, number one in your
0: heart. Aw, oh, six, uh, number 69, episode 69 of the Underscoop Fire podcast is only months away.
1: Uh, no, maybe weeks away. Uh, cheap, uh, plug, cheap plug, cheap, cheap plug, cheap Cheap, cheap, plug. Oh. Uh, uh, how you doing, E? I am doing uh, Splendorful. What, oh. what about you, sir?
0: I am doing Scrumtralescent. I don't,
1: uh, this, is, this is a family show. I, I can't have oh, you talking yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, well, uh, let's hit a race. Okay? <laughs>
1: Oh. Oh, right out uh, a- it, 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 Well here's the thing Now you were on the show before uh, yeah. We talked sports And then you um, <clears throat> You 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 went on strike. You, you didn't want to be on the show anymore. Uh,
0: correction, sure. I think, let me check history real quick, a, Like I like history. Uh, okay, so I was on the show, mm-hmm. it was about, uh, it, was, it, was, it was last season.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, it was last season. Last season,
0: okay. okay. But we did a sports show, which I found fun, mm-hmm. enjoyable, entertaining, we laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, the ratings came in, mm-hmm. and in a very kind way, you released me from my contract. Uh, because I remember at the end of the show you're like hey yeah we'll have you back we'll do another show that was fun I think there were air quotes around fun and then uh, picture me staring at a phone and then picture me staring at Twitter and your website and everything else and I'm just like hey when are we going to do that show again and you're like I uh, never really agreed to doing another one. I like, yeah, yeah, I think you did. And you're like, well, you know, uh, I'll get around to it. And it kind of felt like, you know, Jason Priestley on SNL had a great show, <laughs> never got invited back. Listen. But I'm here,
1: I'm here. Well, yeah, see, you're here now, and, um, and, and, and that's all that really matters. And we're, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk school. We're gonna talk after school. Yeah, the the now see kids um, back in the days we didn't um, immediately come home from school and just sit and put our headset on to play video games. One because there were no headsets for video games, and uh, two, we did more. We used our imaginations.
0: Oh, absolutely! Uh,
1: but um, besides all of that, uh, we're gonna get into. Uh, after school and, and and the fun things of childhood. So let's 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 cut out all of the preamble and get right to it. Let's do it. All right. What was your favorite year of grade school?
0: As easy. Now growing up in Canada. Fuck Canada.
2: Hey, fuck
0: you, buddy. And, <laughs> we didn't say first grade, second grade Everything was grade one, grade
1: two. Oh, well, yes, and what that. We're backwards. Jesus.
0: We're backwards up there. Anyway, so
1: <laughs> you I... You guys and your floppy heads. The fuss is about taking our citizens. It's about not censoring our art. It's about... <laughs> it's about... What's so goddamn funny? <laughs> no,
0: nothing, nothing. Uh, could you tell us again what your argument is all about?
1: This is not about diplomacy. This is about dignity. <laughs> this is about you respect. You
0: know you They can hear you. Oh, good okay. point. Never mind. I, prism is watching it's in canada too you know uh so anyway for me the best year of my uh, my uh, grade school life was grade seven picture it sicily no uh saint florence catholic school uh did you I wear had... the little skirt no 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 i didn't have to i wore the matching slacks Nice. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely Catholic school. You were rocking the, uh, the uniform, no doubt. Um, and there was always ways to know if you were—you had a little cash, because you know you'd have to you'd have to rock the polo and the slacks. But the richer kids would come in, you know, with with the cardigans, or or, or, or just a sweater, or they got the school sweatshirt and wore that every other day. And you're like, I can't afford that.
1: Okay, well, so well. He, he's got some money. Did you um, have a, a blazer that you wore inside out, like the fresh core?
0: <laughs> no, no blazers at this uh, particular school, thank uh, thank God. It'd be, it'd be tough to play basketball uh, at recess with the blazer on. Um, but uh, so grade seven was my, my favorite year. And the reason being was I, I was one of those kids that kind of just coasted. Like, you know, I could get the work done, but I never went above and beyond. Uh, and this is grade like three, four, five, six, and in seventh grade, I had this teacher. His name is uh, Mr. Malloy. I'll never forget this guy. The fir- I was just kind of doing my cruise thing, just you know, just getting the work done to be done, all that. And the first parent-teacher conference comes, and my mom, you know, she'd been handling those for years, you know, how to, how to deal with the teachers and, you know, yeah, I know he's got potential, blah, blah, blah. He talked to her for like 25 minutes. Now, I wasn't there. I was at home just waiting for the, here we go, I'm going to get that speech again. My mom came home in tears. Like, she wasn't crying, but she had it in her eyes. And I'm like, oh, my God, what did he say? I thought I was doing okay. And she, she just kind of regurgitated this passion that he had. They said, I see I see your son as a leader, and he can do so much better. Aww. And 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 she gave me this, you know, like this halftime speech, like this Coach Carter type speech. I went to school the next day, and from that day on, through the rest of the school year, I was getting straight A's. Because, <laughs> it oh, it worked. And you know what? I recall this in my brain. I go, did my mom just get smart in seventh grade? That, did that ever happened? Did that really happen? <laughs> um, but I, I trusted it did because he was a good guy. He, he did care about his students. And the other thing he, he let me do... I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Any kind of school project we had to do he allowed me to uh, do it on some sort of American influence because you know, as I am from Canada... Fuck Canada! fuck you, buddy! I am half American. My mother's side
1: is, is from the U.S. So when we had... It's to like, connection.
0: Yes, that's right. The Canadian connection. And if we had to do a, like a project on, like, you know, pick a pick a province and tell me about it, I was able to pick a state. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, it was um, good stuff.
1: No, no Alberta.
0: No, I, I wasn't rocking Saskatchewan or or Newfoundland or anything like that. I was doing like New York, Georgia, the Carolinas. I was I was learning about that kind of stuff. The Peach State. so uh definitely and and that was just a good year all around because uh when that year got out we were we were getting into the summer of uh of the original batman movie so i had a great school year and then the summer was kick-ass yeah Yeah. Uh,
1: it's it's a very traumatic experience experience. thanks for bringing that back up i'm I'm sorry.
0: sorry I just, I just thought there was some, you know, a callback there, you know, some uh, synergy to the last episode. If you haven't heard, <laughs> jump over onto iTunes and pick up the, the last episode. Uh, Give it a listen. Uh, please. And a nice review, too. I would. But you should be saying this, not me. This is your show.
1: Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, um, after school. After- but, yeah. but before we get to after school yeah. Did you did walk, you to, walk school? to school? Did you did ride you the bus? bus? Did, you, did your parents drop you off?
0: Oh no, parents parents couldn't drop me off Parents were working uh, So I was A good portion Actually, I think every year but one year I rode the big yellow school bus And uh, not, not a big deal You know, that, that had a negative connotation In the cool department I didn't really care I only looked at it as a free ride and there was a bunch of other losers on the bus with me, but that was my time, especially in high school, to work on a stand-up act. Oh, and and not that I really have a stand-up act. Shekhi you know, from... Chapman, <laughs> Shekhi Chapman, back of the bus uh, at three twenty. Everybody, uh, gather back here. We're going to be serving veal and no, but um, the only the bus rides were good. You know, I have a I have a terrible story though. After high school. I'm working my way through college, working at the Taco Bell's, and one of my former bus drivers comes to the to, to, comes to the drive-through, and I'm working the drive-through, and nice. maybe it's maturity, maybe it's pure shame. She didn't recognize me. Thank God. And I said, "I'm so sorry." And she said, well, "What? Is something wrong with my order?" I said, "No, it's me. I was the guy from '92 to '94." Said, oh, God, it's you. And I'm like,
1: oh, no. Yeah, yeah no. She re- she that was re- all you had them. to say?
0: <laughs> I just had to give her the years, and she just, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And so to, to try to feel, make myself feel a little bit better, after apologizing, I bought her a meal. I was like, you know, that's on me. I'll pay for that one. You know, and she's like, oh, okay. But I'm like, that's how bad it was on the bus that I was disrupted. There were times where she'd pull over on the route and say, Chapman, you, you're walking the rest of the way. Oh, wow! So, um, but not
1: kind of guy.
0: The bus rides were fun uh, for that and that alone. You know,
2: so
1: nice. None. None. Did you go through the kick in the back of the, the seats and and spitball fights? Did you? What What did you do? What was your What was your stunning achievement? <laughs> on the bus.
2: Well,
0: there was a lot of there was a lot of walking up and down that middle aisle. There nice. was a lot of game show host type of activity where I was Especially as I, I went from sophomore to senior, the confidence build up to get up in that bus and tell jokes or, or you know, give some of the younger kids a hard time. I mean, geez, I'm looking back. I'm, I'm such a, a monster. Um <laughs> slime bag monster. But uh, no, there wasn't any spitballs or anything like that. We just really did not listen. We probably broke some fire code rules uh, by standing and moving around. But, at, you know, I think at one point senior year, she just stopped paying attention to us in the back because we were we were way in the back and just doing our own thing. So, um, yeah, not that we didn't light anything on fire or open the top hatch or, you know, oh. anything like that, but uh, we kept it. We kept it lively. It was it was definitely a comedy show, uh, you know, from 320 to 340 or however long the entire bus ride was. It was wow. never just sitting quiet.
1: As Mobile sure. chuckle hut.
0: That's right. Okay. The show is free.
1: Yes. Now, after school, you get home and grade school or whatever you call it, and, you know, syrup school, whatever. Syrup
2: school.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What were the after school traditions?
0: Well when I was when I was in the the secondary school, or, or however you want to call it, maple, maple syrup uh, school yes. gifted, um, prior to high school, you know, I was a lot of just hanging out, watching TV. Uh, you know, I lived in an area in Toronto where the kids on my street, we all went to different schools. So we would be kind of staggering in uh, within you know 10, fifteen minutes of each other. so it'd be a quick snack and then right outside. I mean, there was no, there was no hanging out, watching a little TV for a few minutes, or catching your breath. It was grab a bite to eat, get a little energy going, get outside. What are we doing today? In high school, it changed to every day from September to June. I'd get off my bus, I would drop my school bag off, and I would walk down to our uh, local YMCA and play ball till dinner time. Come back, you know, go to dinner. I go to dinner. but come home for dinner, then do the homework, and then just kind of hang out. But every single day, Monday through Friday, through the winter time, everything we were playing ball every day at the Y.
1: So, so when you're you're, you're younger and you're, you're coming home from uh, uh, Bayview Glen, <laughs> so, so <laughs> hey, hey,
0: it's Saint Flow, man. Oh, Saint Flow.
1: I I I I apologize. Uh, so 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 when you're coming, we home from uh, Saint Bartholomew, <laughs>
0: uh, a basketball rival of ours. Okay, they were. Yeah, they were. Wow. Absolutely, man. You could probably name ten saints, and we we're like, yeah, they were in our division. Uh,
1: Saint Pius.
0: Saint Pius. No, that was a Rochester school, though. That I that we battled when I was in Rochester against Saint Helen's.
1: What about uh... he, he,
0: here? Here was our our basketball colors. We uh-huh. were gold. Yeah with red trim, It wasn't pretty. And our basketball team didn't have like regular jerseys. We had shirts.
2: So we had, we had yeah,
0: like a t-shirt. There's not a lot of money in Catholic schools. There's just not. Oh. So everybody else, you'd be able to see, you know, the biceps and, and it look like an undershirt type of regular, you know, NBA type. Hey, who are these guys with the shirts? Hmm. Oh, mm. golden red, huh? <laughs> St. Florence.
1: Yeah, you could look like uh, the 49ers. Uh,
0: maybe after the 49ers threw up. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna,
1: he's, yeah. gonna, he's uh, gonna, Those, those assholes at St. Agnes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, were you were a uh, homework first guy? Or were you just like, ah, I get to it when I get to it? Did you... Ha- All right, and and, and then uh, Canada did, were there uh, was there such thing as play clothes? Did you have play clothes in school? Well, I guess you did, cause you had to yeah. wear stupid uniforms.
0: Had to get out of the uniforms. So yeah, it, it would be whatever you. Well, maybe not you, but I was gonna say whatever kids wore to school, like a t-shirt, jeans type of scenario, yeah, or a big, shorts. Uh,
1: what me that, worry? T-shirt.
0: That would be that would be waiting for me, uh, in my house as soon as I got home. Get out of the uh, the old uniform. You know, got to get that washed and pressed and all that kind of stuff. Get into the play clothes, get back outside. Um, you know, grade school, there may be some time when I'd be hanging out inside watching, like, old episodes of, like, 18, Dukes of Hazard. You know, you got to remember, Canada had a wacky, we've talked about this before, you know, a rerun schedule and television schedule. You know, when you guys sit around and go, yeah, I used to watch G.I. Joe at four, I'd go... Oh, that comes on at 7:30 in my town. You know that oh, guy no. was completely off. So we didn't have the same type of routine you guys did. But I remember a ton of Dukes of Hazard, A Team, and Incredible Hulk reruns that I would just watch over. Hmm. So, and then later, in the later years, the TV was uh, you know usually taken up by one of my younger siblings. So there was some Ninja Turtles on, X Men, things like that. Oh, well, you gotta
1: watch those yeah. things. Okay,
0: that's yeah. It's all right. It's not in the background. I'm okay with that. But yes, the homework question. No, homework was never. Homework was always right after
1: dinner. Oh, so you, you, you sat at dinner with the, the entire family there?
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. All... How many are there? Of us? Seven of us. Seven of us? Seven of us, yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Wow. It's very... Yeah. Um, very family of you.
0: Very family. We were... We had the same um, layout... Of family ties until my youngest youngest brother showed up. Then he screwed everything up. are like, we're not a TV family anymore. We're not a sitcom family. Oh, <laughs> wow. So.
1: Okay. okay, so yeah. so you go outside now, now. Now you're you're a big hooper. You're, I am. You're, I was. You're, yeah. uh, Vanilla Chapman. Sure. But yeah. You would. Um, if you don't know this, um, Corey is a. Um, He's a, he's related to Rex Chat, He's my uncle. And Corey is the one who actually taught him the over the shoulder flip dunk.
0: He ain't learned. Now, to be fair, he learned it in my basement on a Nerf hoop. I never thought he had that kind of hop, but whatever, you know. Yes. I actually, I used to tell people as a joke that he was my uncle. And I also told people that Tracy was my aunt, so. um,
1: I see the resemblance. Well,
0: you know. You've got the same nose.
1: I was thinking chin, but okay.
0: Aw, oh, come on! You hit me! You hit me with the you hit me with my uh, Quentin Tarantino chin. We
1: have a strong uh, a DC superhero character chin. That's, that's... I,
0: knock you right out. Yes. I, I I look the wrong way too quickly. People get hurt.
1: Uh, Shout-outs to uh, the puppet madam. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> how dare you? This interview is over.
1: Oh no! Click. Wayland Flowers, ladies and gentlemen.
0: We're saving now. <laughs> no,
1: I was not. It's a very spontaneous show. Let me just check that off. <laughs>
0: All All right, so. More insults to go.
1: Stop uh, it.
0: I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: Now look. Besides basketball, what other games did you play? What were your childhood outside games?
0: All right. So in Toronto, we grew up. I grew up on what we call the Circle, but. uh, smart people would call it a cul-de-sac. And so in the center of that cul-de-sac was where all the kids gathered to uh, meet and play games. And the big one as a, as a youth outside of sports was hide and seek. Um, we did a lot of street hockey and uh, I was, I had to be prominently involved in all of those because I was one of two kids on the street that had a hockey net.
1: Not a, not a great net, but one that, you know, Kids, would want to use better so. or worse than Wayne's world.
0: Game on! Game on! Shoot the scored oh, One for one! That is going wild! Score. Score. Game on! Game on! Oh, much worse much worse and the problem was when we played um there was there was drafting strategy involved because my net was larger than the, kid, the other kid on the street that had one so if if uh we had an odd amount of guys the team with the smaller net got these less guys because they had a bigger net to shoot on so many politics involved well, now, why did not you
1: just put chair, a, a trash can in front of your bigger net
0: Oh, no, you got to be, you got to be efficient. A trash can? Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You trash can? I thought you meant like use a couple trash cans for another net. No, 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 we're not putting a trash can in there. Trash can is as good as a, a shadow, man. We're going to score on that. We're Canadian. Oh, Trash can's not going to help or hurt.
2: Oh.
0: No, 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 no. Definitely not. So we did a lot of that. We did... I we had a couple of h- cool hills. There was a house at the end of the street that we didn't know if anyone lived in. Now, don't picture a creepy house or anything like that. Just a normal everyday house. No, it was, it was a creepy house. It was, it was Yeah, yeah, it was creepy. But it was surrounded by probably 10-foot bushes all the way around, and then there was a hill right in the back of it. So when we were feeling uh, not sport, sporty that day, we would play like, Army and, and like kind of like WW2 stuff, but you know, us Canadians didn't know what World War II was. And half the team would have to hide within that house, and the other half would, you know, I guess kind of invading the Germans, if you will. Uh, there was some, there was some, you know, uh, army crawling up that hill. There was some fake uh, grenade throwing. In the wintertime, it became snowballs. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. And, and, and you, you alluded to it at the beginning of the show. We didn't we didn't go, hey, my dad, what, what can we do today? We had imagination. We thought of different games. I mean, yeah, you and I grew up with television. And I know the generation before would say, ah, oh, we didn't have TV. And you, you had to talk to each other and listen to the radio. We had TV. We had video games. But we had a hell of an imagination. Yeah, we Always doing something crazy. Definitely.
1: Now, when you played uh, hide-and-seek, what was home base?
0: Home base was in the exact center of our circle on that grass area. We had um, the, uh, what do you call it? The big old light fixture to, the light fixture, because we're in a kitchen now. We're on a light fixture. <laughs> 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 we had the light that illuminated the street. Uh, at night, and it was a big cement pole right in the middle of the whole thing, so you would you tuck your head right there, and kids would just spread out, hide behind cars, hide in bushes, hide, you know, people's backyards, and, and that was where you come back. There was a couple times people ran into that, trying to, you know, be the first one back. No, that's funny. That's funny, and then the other thing with that exact spot, that was also the pitcher's mound, because again, using that circle, that was our infield when we played baseball. And actually, where my house was within that circle was part of the outfield. So there was there was some issues with uh, line drive shots and calling it fair or foul if it bounced off and went foul and things like that. We we got into some heated uh, officiating arguments uh, up there, but hell of a hell of a street, hell of a street to grow up on. A lot of kids and all you know, right around the same age, and uh, just had a good time.
1: Okay. Now, so so you, you play the games, and it was there a local store that you go and get your snacks from, or, or a, a, a hamburger shop? Did, yeah, you, we did lived... you go to Burger's Priest? What did you do?
0: <laughs> we lived like a quarter mile north of a, a main, um, a main uh, area of, of industry. So, and anytime I go back or anytime I meet anybody... Uh, that's from Toronto, I just say... Let's uh, go
1: to Cabbagetown.
0: Town. No, no, I, I just have to say, like, oh, where'd you grow up? And I say, uh, Shepherd and Morningside, and those are the two streets that we were, you know, not far from. And in that area, there was... Uh, so we'd have to just walk, you know, down the, a dirt path to this main area, and there was... there was a, a, a video store, there was a drug store, there was a... Um, uh, a West Indian food place there. Oh, there was uh, a grocery store. There was a dentist place, and we'd go down there. Now, yeah, we, we would go into the shopping, uh, you know, get get some candy, get some penny candy, get some chocolate bars, things like that. But mm-hmm. oh, man, if you if you grew up with kids from uh, the West Indies, we'd always end up in Ramatars Roti getting some some roti out there some hot spicy roti this, this is a white boy eating roti wow. <laughs> and it was so good and we get yourself get yourself an orange soda after that or a grape soda right. just sit down there oh it was so much fun <laughs> i miss that and it's still there it's Ramatar's roti is still there this is 25 years later maybe more yeah, about 25 years later hmm. so when i do go back i try to I try to get, uh, oh, geez, I haven't been back in a few years. So maybe Ramatars is closed down at this point, but uh, uh, always a good time to get out there and get some old snacks. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you want to hear a snack story? All right, you on the street. All right, here we go. So, cul de sac again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Keebler's Toll House cookies. I can't tell you when they were, the, the, the soft batch, I can't tell you when they first came out. Oh, My soft guess. Oh, okay, my guess was mid to early 80s or they were just rocking a super promotion because got off the bus one day after school, come in the house, talking to my mom for a minute. I see in the pile of mail,
1: there's a box of cookies. Oh, the little red mailer that they was in.
0: Yes, now this only happened once on my street. But I go, what's going on here? And I think it was like a pack of 12. I think that was it. it. wasn't like a regular size one, right? So she goes, Well, you know, you want to have some of these for snack. Go ahead. I open them up. Oh my god, these are the best cookies I've ever had. I go, did you did you go to a grocery shopping? What's not they came in the mail. I said, wait, the mail, the mailman brought the cookies? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. Immediately go outside, call my buddy, couple doors down. I said, "Half of our neighbors aren't home from work yet." Did you get the cookies? Yes. We went door to door, knowing who was not home. Stole those cookies. Stole those cookies.
1: I remember to this that. day.
0: I love those cookies.
1: Those cookies were incredible. Yeah, they did. I, I remember it at least twice that they sent them out in the mail in the in the little red pack. Yes, the
0: red pack. Oh my God.
1: The, the, the soft-batch cookies were great, and then they had the the soft-batch chocolate chip and black walnut. Oh, no, I'm not touching those. Those were those were great, too.
0: I touch those. And so I, I realized... He's again, not
1: touching them because it's black, by the
0: way. But. No, 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 the walnut. The walnut portion. I, you and I have a lot in common when it comes to our pickiness with certain things. Like, I don't mind, like, nuts in a chocolate bar. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC I don't want it in a brownie, and I don't want it in a cookie. Oh, not in a brownie? No, no. I want the pure cake taste of a brownie. I don't want it to be spiked with chocolate chips. Spiked. (laughs) I don't want it to be touched by nuts. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Oh, um, I want the pureness of the brownie. Hmm,
1: that's interesting. So no, um, uh, white chocolate macadamia nut cookie? No.
0: No. I don't wanna do that.
1: You'll have no you'll have no parts of that.
0: Like no, I won't. And and I grew up my mother used to make and very good. She made great cookies and she used to make the the oatmeal raisin. Mm-hmm. And I used to like them. And then I got older and I got smarter. I said, What are you doing to me? You're gonna make oatmeal cookies, you're gonna put chocolate chips in them or you're not gonna do anything at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't eat them at all now. <laughs>
1: Well, see, when we were growing up, uh, chocolate chips in an oatmeal cookie was unheard of. They, that just didn't exist.
0: <laughs> it was like a, it was like wait, wait, you can't do that. There are rules.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that go against that. That's against the uh, cookie constitution.
0: That's everything we stand for. How dare you?
1: Yes, yeah, only raisins in oatmeal, or oh, hey, in the iced oatmeal cookies.
0: Oh, those, those were good, yes. So great.
1: Oh, and I want some cookies. That was my afternoon snack,
0: by the way. I wasn't a, I wasn't a fresh fruit guy. I wasn't a, a little bag of popcorn guy. I was like, give me some cookies.
1: So so after school, your yeah, after school snacks were cookies.
0: Cookies. Cookies and whatever flavor of Kool-Aid mom had made. And that was good for four or five glasses.
1: Oh, well, yeah. You, you had a ton of people in the house
0: Oh yeah. Well, I think I, I think long time ago I tweeted to you that my mother,
1: oh, God bless her soul, still inf- has the infamous uh, pitcher.
0: Two pitchers, and, and and this is how weird I am. I, I'll drink out of either one, but they're they're actually different. One has a real straight lip, if you will, mm-hmm. and, and it's a quick and easy pour. And the second one, a little the whole the whole. Uh, the whole thing is a little bit more round, and then the lip actually curves in. So you really gotta be careful when you're pouring. Because wow. you can't just kind of half tip it, because then it runs all over the place. You gotta go hard on that pour. <laughs>
1: you gotta go hard on the pour. You gotta go
0: hard or go home. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Well, that's all over the place, and you've ruined, you know, you, you've wasted Kool-Aid. So, hmm. she always has two in the fridge. Now, she doesn't have, you know, she, she her her kids are all grown up and are and, and, uh, gone, but she's got, She's got six grandkids now, so they're still in there. The little white um, Kool-Aid cups are still in there. And when I go over there, I don't drink Kool-Aid at all anymore. Until I go to my mom's, oh. and I drink—that's all I drink
1: over there. I drink some Kool-Aid. Now, now, what is the uh, Corey Chapman top three Kool-Aid flavors? Oh, okay, okay. <sighs> and gonna... we will, we will include mixes.
0: See, I never, I never did that. I never um, screwed around with you know being a scientist and mixing a match. And, and, <laughs> and I just didn't do that because, first of all, ask SharePoint Joe because there was a point uh, in college he lived in my house that, um, and we, we drank you know a, a gallon of Kool-Aid a day pretty much. That that was my dad's job. He he or my mom made the Kool-Aid because when we got involved we we did a little bit too much on the sugar side uh, it's like a, a house party there's a great well it's a it's a great story to us it may be a crappy story to everybody else but we had gone through so much kool-aid that my house literally had no sugar mm-hmm. at one point and my dad said you guys are going out tonight yeah yeah you're going out we're just going to go out and hang out with people you know you need to bring home some sugar because you two aren't the only ones drinking the Kool-Aid in the house. Mother makes things, you need sugar, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, dad, we'll we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it. Completely disregard those instructions. We go out, (laughs) okay? We go out, we have a a good time, we come back. My dad's like, where's the sugar? I said, oh yeah, yeah, I'll get that. I'll get it tomorrow, you know, whatever. He goes, and this is the line of lines. He's just as firm as he could be in front of Joe. He looked at me and he went, you changed the plans, man. It <laughs> changed the plans, and Joe did what he could to not bust out laughing. Um, and I had to go. I had to go out. I had to walk. Walk a shave down to the local grocery store and buy some sugar. Uh-huh. And so, to this, Jay, to this day, if you say, Joe, hey, um, who who changed the plans in the Chapman house? to say, Oh, Cory did. <laughs> you forgot. So yeah, there was there was uh, a lot of Kool-Aid drinking in my house. But if I have to go with my favorites, again, not, I don't want to be chalk on this, but a couple of them are I love orange. You
2: know what? I love orange. No, no,
0: I love orange, and if you make it right, and you get a little little extra, little extra sugar in there, and it's the last third. I know this this, this sounds really bad, and it's the last third of that mixture. Uh, it's pure kool Building okay,
1: okay.
0: I this wasn't introduced to me until my later years, and I say later, so maybe 14 15. But I did, I did enjoy the the um the blast and berry cherry. Do you ever have that one? No, I've never heard of that. It's not Canadian. Oh, my, my, it, it. It, oh that there's another thing, I'll tell you this after my third one. Um. Third one's grape. I love grape. I don't, it, 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 again, I'm not. I'm not going crazy about anything here. But here's another thing. Talk about the Canada-U.S. change. You know the, the difference because I'd come down to the U.S. every summer. Here's some things that are different. McDonald's dipping sauces, the barbecues, the sweet and sour's. I mm-hmm. could put a blind blindfold on. I could tell you which was from Canada, which was from the U.S. They tasted different. Yeah, ain't lying. And kool-aid flavors well, they didn't necessarily taste different but they came in different size packs you know the metric system and all that and i there we had i had to come down uh and, and return to canada with some extra flavors i come back and i'd be like guys what'd you do this summer uh you know we you know, hung out we did this one like, yeah but did you have the the cola flavored uh <laughs> cola Flavor Kool-Aid? We talking about man? Ah, I have it in my house right now. You're lying. That doesn't exist. No, it does. Come on over. You know, I would be, I would be importing. I don't know if this was even legal. I didn't have to declare it at the border. Um, different flavors that never made it to Canada. Oh, such a good time.
1: Yeah. But, uh, later in life, uh, some flavors just didn't exist. Um, so, well, some only existed in Canada, and then some when they came to United States they changed the name. Oh. But like um, um, you had uh, pink swimmingo or something like that. And
2: okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 okay.
1: Well then in United States it was watermelon cherry. Yeah. Oh no shit. okay. Yeah, and, and you know and uh, I think Rockadile red never showed up. <laughs>
0: United States. Now you you guys we all had Purple Source Rex, right? Of course. Okay, I just want to make sure. I don't want I didn't want to, you guys not to have that deliciousness.
1: Well the thing was uh, before Purple source Rex came out, my mother used to mix grape and lemonade. Now I don't know. Okay. I don't know how she came up with this because it wasn't like we had a lot of money to just be making it rain on Kool Aid and mixing two <laughs> flavors. But one day I came home and it was just Kool Aid in the refrigerator. And it looked like grape, you know. Oh, no. And I poured it. You know, I, I, I poured it and I, I didn't know what I was having. It was incredible. And yeah, she told me that she mixed grape and lemonade and ever since then that was the go-to.
0: Okay. Now I remember that who knows what they cost today but I remember if I were to It cost how much? It's how much? <laughs> I could tell you in 1988 uh, we could probably play that game, right? But I think when I was younger and I got to go with my mother to the grocery store they were 10 cents mm-hmm. uh, a, a packet yep. and our limit was 10. And so my mother would put me in charge of going, okay, Pick 10. Now, the reason why there wasn't a lot, a ton of variety in trying new things, and it wasn't because I didn't want to try a new Kool-Aid. I mean, Kool-Aid's Kool-Aid. But I had siblings that I had to contend with as well. So we had to have, of those 10, five of them easily had to be the mainstays, the fruit punch, tropical punch, uh, you know, the the grape, you know, the cherry, you know, really the chalk ones, if Mm -hmm. you will um and then we'd be like all right let's 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 throw this one here let's let's try uh let's try the blue dini you want to try that one kids will never know yeah. um and then if my uh, true story if my mother wanted to slow down our kool-aid drinking she'd make lemonade
1: lemonade was a popular drink and it still is i get more props and stunts than bruce willis
0: pink lemonade man i
1: wouldn't i wouldn't touch it oh pink lemonade miss. is
0: incredible i know but i'm just not a lemonade guy so my mom like all right you know what this is going to last a week. Someone's going to drink it, <laughs> and it you, would never be me.
1: Did you know oh. that pink lemonade Kool-Aid was only in Canada? No way. Yes way. Whoa. That's eight minutes of research right now. <laughs> it's
0: a crossover show. Yeah. for those who don't know what we're talking about it's how much in eight minutes of research are on the madcast podcast all right back to the show. Chico, Chico. i did
2: not know that
0: that's awesome i would love to see some kind of spreadsheet that had the crossovers that had the u.s only the canada only the guam only you know guam only
1: you know guam had some special they did i think because um i think pink lemonade was in canada only and then eventually some kind of pink something showed up. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Not,
0: not the Swamingo one. No. No. Okay.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> we're, we're totally gone off the rails oh here. My which God, is what are we
0: talking about.
1: Which is perfectly fine. Um, I think it was yeah. <laughs> no, that is all you all you talk about on the Madcast. <laughs> Inside jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so okay. So that was after school snacks. Now, um, on, on this very show, I, I detailed my, um, my after school hot dogs and pork and beans, uh, latchkey cuisine. Yeah. Did did you ever cook anything when you got home?
0: No, no. You know, uh, first of all, I wouldn't trust myself to not burn down my house. Um, and again, I think it was just like a, a time thing. I didn't Unless it was there was a monsoon outside, I wanted to be outside playing. I think especially because the kids on my street again, we all went to different schools, so um, I wanted to be out there hanging out with you know my, my my local friends. And so it was like you know what, give me some cookies, you know, give me give me some uh, Kool-Aid. Let's go. I mean that's the fuel till dinner time. So no, there was there was no. Um, hot dog boiling uh, for me um, I, I didn't attempt to pop a popcorn on the stove uh, none of that no no, no. definitely not oh. probably would have been a
1: bad idea okay um, so when you did watch uh, TV did you did you ever watch any of the after school specials
0: you know um I didn't know what the word
1: douchey was when I was
0: that age but I know now and uh No, we all, we all watched a few. None of them were exceptionally well acted. They all delivered that same, you know, heartwarming message of, you know, Bobby's getting ready to go away to college. He's gotten, you know, Sally pregnant at 16.
1: Well, Sally was (laughs) a whore.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, right. Uh, That was made abundantly clear. Keep your legs closed. That's what they always said. This
2: one looks like me. Don't you think it looks like me?
0: Yeah, that's why I picked it out.
2: See, a doll for a doll. Thank you. Now a hug. Thank you for the nice present.
1: I don't I get a special kiss for such
0: a special present? Um, But no, those... That kind of stuff just kind of bored the hell out of me. Now, you want to know if anything had an impact on me in, in, in shows that I trusted? Oh, hell yes. Yeah, well, hell yes.
1: The uh, very special episodes? Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, everyone wants to talk about different strokes, the bike shop and all that. Two stand out to me that as I was thinking about this, I went, oh my God, maybe this has this has formed a part of my psyche here as an adult and the two shows were uh, the episode of growing pains with sandy right Hmm. so for those who don't know carol's dating sandy uh enjoys a little little beverage they get in a car accident sandy's in the hospital carol's okay they've learned their lesson and they're never going to drink and drive again and you know they just kind of hammer it they get home You know, they're, they're, you know, Uh, her parents are just happy, chuckling, you know, making jokes. You can go back at eight, ha, 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 and then Mike. Listen, Carol, um,
2: that guy Doug just called from the hospital. Uh Uh-huh. Well, he told me that, uh, he said that... What is it, Mike? Carol, Sandy just died. Oh my god. Yeah, he said it was just a few minutes ago. Michael Seaver, that is the sickest joke that I have ever heard, and I am never gonna forgive you.
0: he died. And she she just can't, she just can't believe it. And she starts hitting Mike and Mike's like, I'm serious. There's some bleeding inside. And and so he died. Now, that hit me because I don't ever remember. Uh character like that, I didn't know he wasn't a huge part of the show, just being off like <laughs> that at that age. I was like, I, you know, without saying, I was like, oh, shit, Sandy's dead. And I'm like, okay, maybe we shouldn't drink and drive. And then the other one I got, me, mm-hmm. which was actually a little bit earlier in my youth, my favorite sitcom probably of all time, Family Ties. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. Oh, okay.
1: I, I, I thought Uncle you... dead.
2: Hungry Alex! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um. Uh, uh, give Uncle Arthur a kiss
0: <laughs> No, 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 no This was a young Talented Tom Hanks mm-hmm. And I didn't know I mean I knew about alcohol I knew about drinking But when What I learned from that episode was You can get some alcohol Out of vanilla extract yes. Maraschino cherries yes. um, What else was he going after uh, In the cupboards um. Oh, man, what else was it? He had all these... Oh, um... Artichokes, maybe? I mean, he had some weird combinations of stuff. Then he tried hailing a cab from the kitchen. And then he got real loud with Alex. And I just remember that they had such a good relationship for a uncle... Nephew that probably were within six months of age of each other, uh, to that crazy moment where he was yelling at him. I I spoke at some law university thing, and we're like, whoa, whoa, Uncle Ned, pump the brakes a little bit, bud. And um, he went to get drunk on those cherries by himself. And I was just like, you know what? I don't think I want to drink.
1: <laughs> and you know what?
0: I don't drink. So maybe it's maybe it's uh, Matthew Perry and and. and Tom Hanks,
1: yeah, he, that, that he, he, he he asked uh he asked Alex to go t- make a beer run. Alex, what do you say we go make a beer run, huh? I'll oh, That it's after two. You know how to make a beer run, don't you? you just tickle him under his pop
0: top. <laughs> yeah, he goes. How do you make a beer run? And he said something like, like tickling him or something. Like, and you just get under his arms and tickle it, and then he. But then he, Then he. I remember him turning and staring out the their back little foyer area. I think where they had the washer and dryer. And he just yelled out at past two in the morning, tags hey! And you're like, oh man, this is this is low. He's drinking, he's 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 drinking baking goods and
1: (laughs) marinated artichoke hearts.
0: That's what it was? Okay, I knew something something.
1: There ought to be some alcohol in here somewhere. Oh my god. Marinated artichoke hearts. You ever have a real good artichoke high,
0: Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Cut it out, Uncle Ned, you, you really don't need this. Oh, da, 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 da,
1: da, da. oh, 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 here we go. Now, it may not be Miller time, but it is vanilla time. <laughs> <laughs> look at you, kid. Yes.
0: <sighs> but that's one of my now favorite not... lines that opens up that scene, because it's just, he's in the dark. Yeah. And Alex comes in to make that, you know, mid-study and meal. Sandwich. He just goes, Hungry
1: Alex? <laughs> Hungry Alex! <laughs> Mine was, uh, it may not be Miller time, but it's vanilla time. Vanilla
0: time, yeah. <laughs> so great stuff. Great stuff. Those are my very favorite special episodes on sitcoms. Wow.
1: And they, 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 really changed, they really changed and helped uh, uh, form uh, young Corey Chapman to the great guy he is today.
0: I'm I'm the designated driver, you know. That's that's my deal now, because I don't want to get high on the extract. So when I'm making cookies, I, I watch the <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs>
1: You bust. Now, okay. So yeah. so when you're on the, the school bus, and when you're on the uh, Chuckle Hut, the mobile Chuckle yeah. Hut, um, and you're Shecky Chapman, did you ever get in trouble in school? Did you ever like have detention or? You ever get suspended from school uh, or anything?
0: you want to hear that story oh. uh, i got a story i oh. got a story all right and the underscore fire guys know this well and at my high school my, I, it's semi-legendary in my high school at least my, my grade um i was not a very good foreign language student i could blame the fact that i grew up in canada and learned french moved to the states and then was forced to learn spanish which i just rejected on principle alone uh i i just never felt that i should have to learn a second language but anyway i that chuckle hut jokester that was on the bus also was in my spanish class every year that i was uh, in high school The, there were some meetings that my mother would have to come in assistant principal style and uh, you know have that conversation with the higher-ups you know he's doing this and he's doing that real quick side note our our youth to today true story our parents always believed the teacher and rightfully so mm-hmm. this generation it's always uh... are you sure it's not you instead of the student. That's what I hear parents say all the time to teachers. Hmm. Like, are you sure it's not something you're doing? Um, My mother, as the sweetest woman ever, would never for a minute believe that the teachers were conspiring against me. Uh, And again, of course, she was correct to do that. So anyway, uh, okay, so here's the story. And I'm not gonna clean it up, I'm gonna give you the truth. Give me the dirty. And I'm gonna give you dirty and I know this is a family show, but there's gonna be a little expletive in it. So anyway, I uh senior year of high school. Uh I have spent the the first quarter of that year just goofing off in class. We are on the day before Christmas break. I remember this very well. And in that particular Spanish class, Miss Reed uh, I, I said that I had an epiphany that morning. I said, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to be nice today. I'm going to, I'm going to be a good student, whether it's the Christmas spirit. I don't know. I don't care. I'm going to be good, I'm going to be a good kid. So, you know, that, that day before holiday, you're always getting, you know, no real work to do. It's like, you know, do a crossword puzzle or a fill in the blank sheet or sort of thing. So she says, Hey, you know, I got this crossword puzzle. Uh, I'll put my hand on a seat. I'll hand those out really? I say, yeah, I'll definitely hand those out. Okay. Get the papers. I'm walking around the room. Now, I am the class clown. There's no doubt. I, I, and I'm well liked, but still the clown, not the popular guy. Okay. So while I'm handing these pieces of paper out, a girl that sits two seats down from me puts a piece of gum on my chair. A chewed piece, of course, not a fresh <laughs> one for me to chew. <laughs> so I hand him out, I'm doing a nice thing. I sit down. Couple, couple of laughs. Now, I don't know if this was to be mean or to get the funny guy to be super funny, but I, I stand up and I'm like, oh, what the hell? And I'm just under my breath like, oh, this is out bullshit, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't done anything to disrupt the class yet, but I'm I'm building to that, I'm <laughs> sure. And without hesitation, the teacher just looks over and goes, Corey, uh, pr- vice principal's office now. And I go, what, what did I do? Now, she must have thought that there was some sort of master plan behind me doing the nice thing and then leading up to this or whatever. <laughs> I had not done anything. And I'm like, I got gum on my seat and it's on my, my pants. You know, I'm getting all mad. Now I'm starting to get angry. She goes, just go. So I'm like, all right, get my books together. I wish I could have changed history. If I could, I would have fixed this part right here. I get to the doorway. I could have just walked to that principal's office and just sat down and had the conversation. I turn around to the entire class and I say, hey everybody, have yourselves a merry fucking Christmas. (laughs) Then, I do walk down the hall to the uh, vice principal's office, where at this point, my history. You now again, true story. I tried to defend, I said, listen, I know I said that, <laughs> but I I was kicked out based on my history, based on my rap sheet, not for what happened today. So, I had had enough detentions or being kicked out of that class for the quote Saturday detention. I don't know if your school had this in high school, but it was an eight to noon Saturday.
1: Wow, breakfast you know, club.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was in a classroom. It wasn't, we, could, we couldn't run around the, the library. And it was, you sat in a desk for four straight hours. There was, you know, we didn't have iPods back then, but there was no. You know, you either brought homework or you sat there and did nothing.
1: No Sony Walkman.
0: No Walkmans, no Discman, nothing, right? Um, so I was assigned that, or I was given that. And I said, there's got to be something I can do. I have to challenge this. And the vice principal said in just like a nonchalant way, well, you, could, you know, you could take your teacher to student court. And I said, sign me up. <laughs> and she looked at me and she went, what? And I went, no, we're going to court. I'm taking this one to court. So, she she's like, "Geez, we haven't had one of these in a few years." I'm gonna have to find the paperwork, find it, figure this uh, this is gonna work. It it reminded me a lot of when uh, a, a football player or, or an NBA player or somebody in sports gets suspended, and then they appeal it mm-hmm. so they can play. Then baseball is the best one. You get a five game suspension, you go, "I'm gonna appeal it so you can play for the next week." You know, you're gonna get suspended. You're just kind of pushing it back. Right. <laughs> so. So Christmas comes and goes. Um, I'm assigned a lawyer in January. The lawyer is a kid. Um, let's see. Let's let's do this. Let's start with this in. The prosecutor is the class president, and I'm assigned a lawyer that probably couldn't count to fifteen. True story. So, and I know the guy's a sweetheart. He's, he had, he didn't even take criminal law senior year. What the hell is he doing? And then I thought, well, stacking the deck against me here, of course. So here's what I said to myself. I said, okay, I can't, I can't represent myself, but I'm going to go, I'm going to take the stand. A Passionate story, unless I'm telling it to you today. I'm going to appeal to the jury, jury of my peers, okay? Yeah. Now, as a senior in high school and sort of the class clown, I'm not, again, never saying I'm popular. Not popular, but I known. Okay, there's a big difference. I know this. So I, I, I roll the dice. I said, yep, yeah, let's do this. We're going to court. Met with my, quote, lawyer for five minutes before court began. That was it. We had no history behind that. We didn't. He didn't want to do any research. He just showed up. He th- he must have thought it was a play. I, I, that's my guess. Hello,
2: Frisco. The
0: jury comes in. Now my my high school was about five hundred students. They picked twelve people I had never seen before in my life, and never. I'm like, what schools do you go to? Did they bust you in from from uh, surrounding schools? What the hell's going on here? some freshmen, some sophomores. I don't yeah. know.
1: <laughs> they burst them in from St. Patrick.
0: Exactly. Yeah, the rival Catholic school. It's like, oh, this guy's the devil. So, the um, prosecutor makes a great case. Uh, the My lawyer, again, true story, starts doing, you know, talking to the jury, defends it, uh, defends me as best he can, sits down, he says, that's all I have. I look at him and I go can you please call me to the stand so I can tell the story? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, all he did was say, tell me what happened. And then I, I again, I looked at the jury and I, I, I told this passionate story, uh, cross-examination. I didn't even bring this in there. She, she's, and I know her today, she's a sweetheart. She goes, um, how many times this year have you been down to the office in Miss Reed's <laughs> class? I said, you know, probably five to 10, you know? But but, but, but this one, no, no, you know, um, this- No more questions. No more questions, no, this is it. This, this is the quickest trial. It was a 20-minute trial, tops. Now, you see movies, you read stories about the jury deliberating for hours and days, you know, 12 angry, uh, what is it, 12 angry men, that sort of thing, where mm-hmm. they're back and forth. The right next door to this particular classroom was the library. They marched these twelve students out. Um, within forty-five seconds, they were all back. And I went, "This is good." <laughs> we find him guilty, uh, oh. and you're gonna get that Saturday detention. And I went, "Oh my God!" They didn't even sit down and talk about it. They just <laughs> they just walked around a desk and came back. So I don't know if there's been student court since then. I mean, it's been twenty years. It's maybe someone, but but when when I see people that I haven't talked to in years and they go, Chapman, didn't you take Miss Reed to student court? I'm like, yes, I did. How'd that turn out? I had Saturday detention. <laughs> I'll tell you, I didn't serve it till like March. So screw you, justice system. Oh,
1: shit. You know what? Um, I, I think that's a perfect time to take a break.
0: Oh, my God. I hope you come back with a Carrie Mason commercial.
1: I might have to huh. Jesus <laughs> um, uh, Listen everybody we're, we're gonna take a break uh, And Mr. Chapman and I Are gonna come back And uh, you know what's next After this Jesus the notorious Just please us with your lyrical thesis We just chillin Milk up top billin Silkin pure livin Me and little Calaboose, breeze, uh, dawn peas, uh. palm trees, cat's name, I blow, and milked out, blow yeah. the williest. What? Bitches be the silliest. The more I smoke, the smaller the filliest. Room 112, where the players swell Let's ask more cash than in the Inhale, make it feel, feel good, good Like Tony, Tony, Tony Pick up in your middle like Moni yeah. Yeah. She don't know me, but she's setting up to blow me yeah. She's trying to style, slide off with the homie Escada, yeah. don't gotta Play up, stays clergy Game so tight, Go. they call it version Oh, I need to know
2: Where we stand After the messages Whoa! There's something very unusual going on at Taco Bell. Something you wouldn't expect. We're making pizza. Mexican pizza. It's like pizza, but it's different. With a crispier double tortilla crust, ground beef, and two kinds of cheese. More fresh ingredients. And it's made for one person. Mexican pizza. Maybe you wouldn't expect it from an ordinary fast food place. But at Taco Bell... Welcome
1: back to Welcome back to the show. It's the I'm here with Captain Canuck, and um, yeah. we're, we're, well, we're talking school, and we're talking about a whole bunch of other random stuff. We're going, we're going Kool-Aid. We're going Saturday detention. Going vanilla, vanilla time. Um, but now. It's time for the fifth.
0: One, two,
2: three, four, five. Time for the fifth.
1: Okay, sir. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Question number one. When you're outside, you're playing outside. Was it better or worse when you added girls into the mix? Because sometimes, you know, you didn't want to play with the girls. You couldn't be rough with them or... You couldn't tag them as hard, or they wanted to play Barbie or something. But some, <laughs> when you get older, it got a lot more fun. But in your opinion, when you're playing outside, better or worse?
0: It was the worst. Oh my um, Well, I mean, there's a caveat to that, but they were the worst because we we were so sport-dominant that even in those, you know, feeling kind of tingly uh, in the undershorts years. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. You still wanted to maintain that manliness and say, "Guys, we're we're playing hockey today." Oh God, here come some of the girls. What what are we gonna do now? What is this? I don't I don't want to read your My Little Pony book. I, I can we shoot hoops? No, you're not into that. Okay, uh, I guess we can. Jump rope together for a little while, but if I do this, you gotta, you gotta learn a sport, please. But, but it was good for one game. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, getting, I'm not getting uh, sleazy or, or shady. But when we played hide and seek, we would partner up, and and we would definitely be like, um, yeah, um, uh, Judy. He, Let's hide together. We've had a good spot. And if you your goal, then, was to find the best spot and just hang out there for a while, get to know each other. I mean, not in a, yeah, in a very platonic way. (laughs) Um, Maybe pick up that My Little Pony book and read it with her. But uh, that was the only time it was fun that girls were in the mix because when they they showed up, it was like, all right, game's over.
1: Game's over. We can't play anymore, guys. And uh, for those of you playing at home, that is when the... um... That's when it was called Under Short's Fire.
2: Are you scooping it?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> the a junior bit. edition. Yeah, it changed a little bit since then. They added the scoop. As soon as the voices changed, you were like,
2: Under Short's, <clears throat>
1: Under Scoopfire. Okay. Um, question number two. Now. We're gonna we, we we're gonna have under scoop fire dodgeball. Okay. With the wives. Yeah. Who's left standing? Who wins?
0: All right. So. So we're we're all our own team. So every every member and their wife are on the same squad. Right. Two man squad. Right. Right. Okay. Now I've heard. I've heard you ask underscore fire questions on previous shows, and I know you're looking to, you know, divide us oh and, and, and turn us against each other. And the guys have been really good about playing the politics nicely and always saying something nice about each and every member, and you know that kind of thing. I, I didn't, I didn't think for two seconds on this one. I said Team Chapman is going to win. Um, because my wife is a softball player, she's got a cannon for an arm, and she takes no damn mercy. So, um, if, although I can see the Deckers maybe getting to the finals, um, we'd we'd whip their ass. Uh,
2: you, didn't know. you know, they
0: may they might be that you know you know dark horse story get you know gets to the finals and they're the, you know the underdog. Everybody wants them to win. It wouldn't be one of those game seven type matches. It'd be a sweep. A sweep. It'd be brutal. It would be, you know, LeBron's cabs against uh, the Spurs when he first got there. It was, oh, great story, LeBron, LeBron. Oh God, they lost. For, uh, okay. Let's forget oh. about that one. Um, so yeah, and, and, and again, not taking anything from away from the Zacharis or Team Tank. Hell, we'll even throw in the uh, the Team Googzies in there. Um, no, we would definitely destroy. 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 Okay. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure my wife would take out some of the guys. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Now, um, we're going to need we're going to need this to actually happen at the uh UnderScoop Fire Reunion Picnic. <laughs> the tweet up? Yeah, the tweet up and, let's make it happen, yeah. I'll be the referee. Oh,
2: definitely. And We're going to put this on
1: pay-per-view. I hope. Of course we gotta now, on know paper we'll, paper. we'll do the
0: Kickstarter for it <laughs> yes. and we'll get we'll get maybe two or three people possibly subscribe.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll start on uh, league
0: we'll, we'll lose a shit ton of money but we'll have fun doing it
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> you, uh, you and your wife can go up against Lamarta Revenger and Count Marzo. Oh, oh done. done done deal done deal. Okay. Question number three. Now I don't know if you if you notice on uh, on the Twitter, I've um, I've debuted a new fun game called One Gotta Go. I love it. And the whole point of this game is to put four things, most of the time related, but they're really good, and and you only can save three, and one has to go. Okay. and and, and the thing about this is, whatever you pick to go that's it you can never see it have it taste it touch it ever it's erased from your life okay okay so we're gonna play uh edp one gotta go okay sopranos breaking bad madman and lost oh (laughs) you didn't say this was gonna be hard one right. has to go. You, you can show your work if you want. You can tell me what gets cut in order.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I will do that. I will, uh, I'm gonna show my work. Um, I have a, not a new love for it. I, I've always loved Sopranos. And uh, with, the, with the passing of uh, James Gandolfini, it's made me go back and watch some clips. I haven't put on any particular episodes yet, but Watch some clips, you know, White Caps, uh, Sopranos home, uh, home Videos, things like that. And uh, you have such an appreciation for the writing. The first three shows you mentioned, almost in that order, influenced the next. So, you know, Sopranos really, of course, uh, Weiner working on it. Uh, now he's got Mad Men and Mad Men and Breaking Bad, right around the same time at AMC, you know, these anti-heroes. And then Lost is a little bit different. It was, uh, you know, network television, um, broke some rules, had an amazing pilot, uh,
1: Changed TV forever. it gave did us change flashbacks and right. flash forwards.
0: Right. right. This is why, this is why you are the, the greatest host ever. Because I think I know what I'm going to lose. Um and and I'll explain why. So we're going to eliminate Lost. Wow. Blah baby. And we're gonna eliminate it because it had of the four, and it wasn't a lot, but it had the most. Inconsistencies and/or episodes that could be thrown away. And now, following that, on episodes that could be thrown away were Sopranos, oh because God. although they were chugging along um, really well in the first few seasons, we had some downtime in, in, in season four and especially season six, and of course, a couple of controversial endings for both Lost and Sopranos. Okay.
1: Then Uh-oh. Is- now here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what you came for. This is what we need to hear.
0: Okay. So, so I'm I'm always a truth teller. Okay? I never BS. That was one of the things I learned years ago from my close friends. Tell the truth, it will set you free. The next show to go is Madness. And because, now I love Matt and then hell, we do a podcast about it. Madcast found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Buzzsprout. But it, too, has had some, I don't want to say some episodes, but some arcs within its six seasons where you're like, well, we could have done without that. Or mm-hmm. do we really need to go there? Breaking Bad, which I was late to the party to, is by far from episode one to where we are right now, eight episodes to go till it's being over, has never taken its foot off the gas. It doesn't waste a show. It doesn't waste a scene. The writing is tight. The writing is original. You you know, I was explaining the premise to somebody today, and they went, I don't know, it doesn't sound that interesting. And I go, well, then I'm not doing it uh, a, a good job because... I promise you, once you start watching it, you won't want to turn it off.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: I am going to lose Lost, and Breaking Bad will be the last man standing. Um, now, of course, with those last two, things could change. We've got a full season left of Mad Men, and we've got eight of Breaking Bad, but Breaking Bad's got a decent lead.
1: Yeah, break, uh, Breaking Bad will have to be a incredible train wreck. Right. Now, right. In, in, in my opinion, we'll talk about... Uh, we'll talk about Breaking Bad and Batman maybe in the uh, OT. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve. Okay. Reserve, for you. But wow, that was that was pretty good. That's that's almost how I would go if I were playing that game. But since Pick I'm cards. not, <laughs> I'm going to abstain. Okay. Um. Question number four. Now you get a chance to make some money here. Okay. All right. cash US would you be (laughs) okay $25,000 cash money okay would you be filmed
0: yes no I'm sorry go ahead
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) singing Comforter by Shy okay so far so good wearing only a monocle <laughs> a a candy necklace and footy socks. Oh my god. While riding a tricycle. Oh god. With a fog machine in the background.
0: Okay, so here's the only problem with that. And it's not even a problem right now, because I'm negotiating here. Um the tricycle's fine. Yes. I just think of it. It's not going to be an adult-sized tricycle, right? It's going to be like a kid size. I'll tell you why it's important. Uh-huh. Because if you were, if you're, if you're riding a kid-sized one, that means your damn knees are going to be, you know, uh, to the east and to the uh, to the west.
1: Yes. So it's going to
0: expose your dong even worse than maybe <laughs> maybe having a bigger one. Maybe put a horn on there to kind of, you know, maybe some castles to hide. Uh, you know, Heidi Packer but, but, but if I'm driving a kid's one, it's, 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 hello Frisco to everybody. Uh, but yeah, but absolutely I would. Comforter. <laughs> now I would even do that acapella. I would then roll right into Baby I'm Yours, <laughs> and hold on, hold on, if you want to kick in an extra five G's, I might do, uh, the place where you belong off the Beverly Hills Cop 3 soundtrack.
1: Oh boy, even 30 grand.
0: You got it. Now that's tax free, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: sure. Sure.
1: Definitely. That will be the greatest YouTube <laughs> clip in the history of YouTube. What the fault machine, you know, for yeah, for yeah. ambiance.
0: That might help actually. You know, we could get, get like a laser light show going in there too.
1: Oh, I will use uh specific clips of that for my Vine and video Instagram. <laughs>
0: so great well once you said shy I'm like
1: yeah I'm probably gonna do this whatever it is oh okay uh, fifth and final question okay <laughs> okay Betty White
2: okay
1: Kirk Douglas okay Angela Lansbury okay Cloris Leachman alright Clint Eastwood okay they have a combined total age of 444 years old. Okay. And a gauntlet match. How long would it take you to beat their ass? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, do, I, do I have, uh, what, hmm, oh boy. So the over under's gotta be eight minutes. Um straight truth. I I'm killing the women first and okay. and without without passion. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna have dead eyes and I'm just gonna they're they're gone quickly. I may tussle with Kurt for a minute because he's a legend. Right. Uh, Clint I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the most respect to. I like his work, I like what he's done. Yeah know, but I'm a time guy, you know, I always, I'm always worried about, you know, being the best, you know, the best time. So if I say over, over under eight minutes, six and a half. Six, six and a half. Six and a half about minutes. Eight. And it wouldn't be even, you think, we wouldn't have to go check for a pulse. You'd know when I kill Betty White. She's dead. <laughs> dead. Okay. Clint, Clint might give me a little trouble here and there. I'd probably take his belt off and whip him. In.
1: That's
0: incredible. And not that I've thought of this
1: <laughs> oh, Absolutely <Crack>. not. <laughs> we call yeah, that... Let's
0: make, this, let's, let's make this the sixth. You got something else? Let's do it. Come on. Let's, let's another true. one. No. <laughs> I,
1: think, I think that's it. You, you just took out Murder, She Wrote. Me. I... Yeah,
0: yeah. What? what? I. Uh, throat punch. Oh, no. oh. oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, uh, uh, thank you for (laughs) participating in the fifth There, Um, I'm uh, sending all correspondence to uh, Chapman Runner (laughs) on uh, Twitter there. Uh, uh, Sir, at this point in the show, I'd like to give my guests the floor to do any plugs or shout-outs or say how great my show is. Um, Please do so now.
0: Okay, so of course, uh, this is my favorite podcast uh, on the interwebs, and uh, I am so honored to be invited back, even though it took us a while to figure this thing out, but uh, if you're listening to this, and the truth is, is, is right here, there's no better produced podcast out there, so don't go looking for it, but if you don't mind, step down, a little bit of a step down here, Uh, We do have a couple of podcasts over uh, at the Underscoop Fire Network. We, of course, do a a show, uh, Children of the 80s, uh, type of deal, where we talk about really everything from G.I. Joe to Star Wars to, you know, anything that's on our mind, but, you know, for folks in our age bracket. And, of course, we are at UnderscoopFire.com. And the show, you know, comes out when it comes out. We've got, I think, 60, almost 70 in the bank. So uh, there's uh, plenty to choose from. And Mr. Eclectic has been on some of those shows, and will be on some future ones as well. So uh, some synergy there, a little crossover. And as we were referencing Mad Men earlier, uh, I do a show with SharePoint Joe, that Eclectic is also guested on, called The Madcast Podcast, where we break down each and every episode of AMC Television's uh, hit series Mad Men. And we have just uh, wrapped season six. So we're going into season seven, which should be fun. And uh, you can find us at, well, I guess on Twitter, at the Madcast Pod or go to themadcast.com for more information on that. Uh, but again, uh, appreciate being on this show. I love this show. I love everything you do. EclecticRelaxation.com. Cheap podcast. Cheap yeah. now, no, no. uh, that was a twenty-dollar bill. So that was sure. a little expensive there. It's going to get me a ton of Kool-Aid um, next time I'm at uh, the grocery store. But uh, yeah, I'm at Chapman Runner, of course at Underscoop Fire. You know the network. Uh, come on over and see us sometime. And again, I appreciate it. Being.
1: Wow, thank you, uh, sir. I really appreciate that. All the nice kind words. Make sure that you, you follow this guy on Twitter. You listen to all his podcasts. And, and and your five star review and iTunes and thumbs up, um, ladies and gentlemen. One more time with uh, geriatric broke punches, Corey Chapman, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Eve.
2: After the, oh, rest of the- oh, oh, we'll be right back.
1: Sunday. Adrian Barbeau guest stars as someone cancels an obnoxious TV host.
2: Crime is my beat. Murder,
0: my specialty.
1: Murder, she wrote.
0: Monday. Oh, I want a shower. I want to be hosed down. Allie finds new courage at a singles bar. What kind of a sleazy lowlife are you? Nice talking to you. Set. Then.
2: They ordered 150 shirts. Will my sister Sam give up a business career to become an artist? It's my tribute to Picasso. <laughs>
1: Yo, another show in the books. Appreciate everybody for listening. It's the ADP. Um, Special shout outs to everyone that that is still listening (laughs) to the show and downloading and and retweeting and sharing it with your friends. Um, You know, tell people about the show. Tell them to listen to the old joints. uh, Because it's not dated. If you're a new listener. Um, I highly endorse going back and listening to some of the previous shows. It's a wide range of topics. There's nothing uh, topical that you you know, you know missed out. You just missed out on good good podcasting. Um, shout out to everybody that hits the website, eclecticrelaxation.com. There's a lot of stuff over there. You know, we got soda pop and ice cream and, and, and things that annoy me at work and, and people that annoy me in general and old school thoughts. Uh, so, you know, check that out when you, when you get an opportunity. Shouts to the people that, that comment on the site. Corey Chapman, who we just heard on the show. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a good friend of the, the show and the website. Montoyas, um, Lamar the Revenger. Count Marzo, of course. Uh, Juggernaut LB. Shout out to Juggernaut LB. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't shout out people enough because when I, I write all of this stuff, it's, it's it's for me, but it's really for you. A uh, shout out to Justice Slayer. He he, uh, commented on the site. He was just on the last show. Uh, Matt and Staley. Uh, 88 Blue Devil, and, and you know. Jason Gross, JG. You're going to be hearing them soon. So I um, appreciate appreciate that. Um, not sure how many shows I got left uh, in this season. Not sure exactly what's going to happen yet. But when I know, I'll let you know. Uh, the next show, so there will be another one at least. It'll be here before you know it. Um, so in the meantime, in between time, keep listening and keep tweeting and sharing and, and follow me at eclectic uh, at podcast EDP his tumblers and message boards and and no Vine yet no Vine I enjoy Vine but I'm not on it yet but uh, that's about it let's wrap this up Uh, uh, Devin
2: Appreciation.
1: appreciation we out
0: Hi, I'm Michael J. Fox, and I'll be right back with one to grow on.
2: Remember when Uncle George was here? Oh yeah, he was lots of fun. Well, remember when he put me on his lap and played with me? Yeah, he loved you. He played with you most of all. Well, he put his hands in some places I didn't like. It made me feel real weird.
0: Uncle George sounds like he might have a problem keeping his hands to himself, and that's a problem that can become very serious. Your body belongs to you. You know that. So no one should touch you in ways that make you feel uncomfortable. And if you think someone's touching you in ways that are strange, whether it's a teacher or a friend or your favorite uncle, tell your parents or another adult you can trust. Maybe there's nothing wrong. But if there is, someone ought to know about it right away.
2: If it made you feel funny, go tell Mom then. But I don't want to get in trouble. You didn't do anything wrong, did you? Nope. Then I'll go tell Mom and Dad about it right now. And that's One to Grow On.